Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, man? Welcome back to the Locked On Bucks podcast. I'm James Yarko, flying solo on this episode, but you can find everything that David Harrison and I are doing over at BucksNation.com. Make sure you follow along on Twitter at Locked On Bucks at jarco underscore bucks, at dharrison82, and at bucks underscore nation. would like to welcome in all of our returning as well as our new listeners. If you are a new listener, please hammer that subscribe button and leave us a five-star review. We really appreciate it, and it helps other Buccaneers fans find us. Coming up today, we have some uh, we, we have a lot of Ian Rappaport coming up today. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let you know right now. But there's some talk about Antonio Brown and Leonard Fournette's futures. We have an excellent question sent in regarding the Buccaneers' defense. But first, we're going to kick things off with some Ian Rappaport from NFL Network talking about the NFL draft in Cleveland. It is going to be normal. And that is a very, very good thing. Unlike last year, which, of course, was an incredible thing. Just to put on the draft last year, we saw Roger Goodell announcing picks from his basement. This time, Roger Goodell is going to be in Cleveland for all three days. And as NFL PR guy Brian McCarthy mentioned on Twitter, bring the booze because now we are going to see fans boo Roger Goodell again. That, of course, is a very good thing. As Peter O'Reilly, the NFL's executive in charge of big events, said they're going to maximize the amount of things that they can do outdoors while also learning from some of the things they did last year in in the draft. For instance, there's going to be several big-time, big-name players expected to be drafted early on site. Other players will be uh, able to be seen remotely when they are drafted. That obviously is a little bit of a new thing and something uh, that we learned from last year. There's also going to be cameras in all of the draft rooms. It is going to be like it was for so many years, which is good because we're back. Great stuff there from Ian Rappaport of NFL Network. And look, it's another great sign for the NFL and the NFL's fans. The fact that there will be some in-person attendance, some in-person presentations at the NFL Draft in Cleveland coming up next month is another step in the right direction for the NFL and not just for the NFL, but for the NFL fans. This is a big step leading to more fans in the stands for the 2021 season. And of course, it was the lack of fans, the lack of revenue each and every Sunday coming into those stadiums, coming into those franchises that led to all of the salary cap issues that we had this year and the lowered cap and seeing all these voided years and all the gymnastics that all these GMs and these capologists are having to do. So another big step for the NFL starting to get back to normal with the NFL draft. Hopefully by the 2022 draft, it is a full-blown normal draft that we all get so excited to sit down and watch. We see all these kids walk across the stage, give Roger Goodell a big hug. As Ian Rappaport pointed out, you know, all the fans in the, in the area, I don't want to say arena because a lot of times they're doing these outdoor pavilions or to create these stages, but all the fans there by the stage booing Roger Goodell. Um, it's going to be a great side. It's not all digital. We're not staring at, at Roger Goodell sitting in his rocking chair in his basement and having the delay with the Zoom calls and, and all the madness that went on. Even though the NFL did a great job with the hand they were dealt in 2020 getting that draft done, 
it just wasn't the same. It wasn't the same at all. And and I know there's a lot of Buccaneers fans, probably some of our listeners, that make it a tradition to go to the NFL draft. We know we we see Big Nasty going to the draft every year. He always ends up on TV with the face painted and and the helmet and everything. So really, really great news on that front. Coming up in the next segment, we are going to hear from Ian Rappaport yet again, this time courtesy of the Pat McAfee Show on YouTube as well as Sirius XM's Mad Dog Radio. That's right, David's not here, and he can't stop me from playing a Pat McAfee clip. So, ha ha, ha ha, ha ha. But first, we have to give a shout out to some of our friends. And, and as a lot of you know, I am a diehard Illinois fan. So, Sunday absolutely broke my heart but it also potentially broke my wallet. I had the opportunity to win some serious, serious moolah from our friends at betonline.ag because I had placed a bet for the University of Illinois Fighting Illini to win the NCAA tournament. But you know what? There's always second chances, so I'm going to try to recoup some of that money by heading over to betonline.ag. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, NHL, and of course, March Madness are in full swing. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality television with real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code LOCKED ON. Again, Promo code locked on, and you will receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the radio.com app or wherever you get your podcasts. There's been uh, there's been quite a bit of talk over the past couple of days. We have some stories up over at BucksNation.com, both written up by Gil Arcia. But there was an Instagram video that dropped. Uh, it came courtesy. I want to get this right, so bear with me for just a second. There was a post put up from an Instagram account called Bucks Tracker. Okay, and it was of Antonio Brown. He was speaking with at Bucks Germany. And the guy said, I need you back in Tampa. I need you back in Tampa. And you and and Leonard Fournette. And Antonio Brown responded with, we're, we're going to work this out. Me and playoff Lenny going to work this out. All right, we do have that story up at BucksNation.com if you want to go check it out. But it sounds like Antonio Brown trying to get back to Tampa. Leonard Fournette trying to get back to Tampa. Now, Gill also wrote up that uh, it was reported that there are some suitors out there for Leonard Fournette. You know, there, there's a suitor out there for Antonio Brown. Of course, we saw Russell Wilson out there recruiting to bring Antonio Brown to Seattle. Well, the Patriots have been mentioned as a possible team involved with Leonard Fournette. This is coming from Ian Rappaport. 
and the Seahawks were reportedly interested, but now they've re-signed Chris Carson, so not sure the level of their interest anymore. But there are still some options for both of these guys, Antonio Brown and Leonard Fournette. But Ian Rappaport was on Pat McAfee's show over on YouTube and on SiriusXM's Mad Dog Radio, as he is every day. It's it's a must-listen if you have the opportunity or a must-watch if you want to check out the YouTube feed and you're not a SiriusXM subscriber. And the, uh, the questions were asked about Antonio Brown and Leonard Fournette. So courtesy of the Pat McAfee Show, let's go ahead and listen to that real quick, and then we're going to bounce right back. Like, for instance, Antonio yeah. Brown, potential free agent right now. Everybody assumes he's going to go back to Tampa Bay with Tom because who knows anywhere else. If he was to play another year somewhere, have success, he can make another big-time paycheck whenever the if his off-the-field issue is obvious. If it is, what, yeah. if it is what's being alleged, we hope justice is served. If not, let's move on. But he could potentially hit money again next offseason like a lot of other people if he takes a one-year deal. You think he ends up at Seattle any chance, or is he going back to Tampa? Uh I would say my guess is he ends up back in Tampa. Not saying it's definitely going to happen, but Brady wants him back. I think he wants to be there. It's also just, you know, how much money can they come up with? I mean, Tampa, what happens when you win the Super Bowl as you – what? Did you win the Super Bowl or no? What's that? Did you win a Super Bowl? Okay. Ian, good seeing you. It was great having you on the show. Now, Ian, I'd like to let that. Yeah, yeah. On on Joe, we got a shout out on Joe Budden show. Actually, a guy went to bat for us. I'm gonna figure. I watched the clip, and he like he went to bat for me. Joe Budden made fun of him for having uh, knowing a punter's name, basically. And the guy was like, "He's got a ring, though. He's got a ring." I couldn't even repost the clip because. What you just rubbed in my face, I, I actually don't. But I appreciate that guy. I appreciate, but I don't have a ring in. Thanks. No, so Tampa's had right to here. pay everyone, and so I just don't know if Antonio Brown's going to get a real legit deal from the Seahawks, then he might have to go because his deal with Tampa Bay, I think, is going to be a little bit of a proven type situation. And if Seattle's going to say, we, we believe you, we trust you, we're going to give you real money, not like incentive-laden, Maybe he goes, but, I mean, Tampa wants him back. Brady wants him there. That means a lot. Um, so my guess is he ends up back in Tampa. Connor. What's the market like for uh, Lombardi-Lenny, Rapshi? Because A.B. said on an IG Live that he also, they're trying to get it done for, so that he can come back to the Bucks. I don't know if that's yes. what he said. Um, Lombardi-Lenny is – uh, We're going we're gonna to figure it out, I yeah. think they said. I don't think they said, like, we're going back to the Bucks, did they? They said we're going to figure out a way to get back. Okay. They're, they're in the process of trying to figure it out. I mean, they've been in negotiations with Leonard Fournette and his agent for like four days. Um, I think it's, you know, I, I don't know if another team jumps in there and says, all right, we're going to make you an offer that's going to blow that away. And I think that's probably what they're waiting for. Like, again, my guess is that gets done. Um, otherwise, I think Tampa has a really solid replacement because they'd probably just sign James White, Brady's buddy, who's been mm. trying to get down to Tampa also. Um but anyway, I, I do think in the end it's probably Fournette there. I just know they haven't finalized the deal just yet. Thank you once again to the Pat McAfee Show, PMI, over there for the audio. And, uh, yeah, I, I did leave in the uh, the frustration, I guess is the best way to put it, of Pat McAfee when Ian Rappaport decided to ask him if he had a Super Bowl ring because it's a little bit of a sore subject. You know, Pat McAfee was on that Colts team. The loss to the New Orleans Saints, um, 
And to this day, Pat McAfee still holds a grudge against Drew Brees and his kid with the giant ear protection. Um, of course, we we talked about on this show that McAfee had the opportunity to win a ring with the Buccaneers when they asked him to come in. But he, since he didn't have COVID, he didn't have the antibodies and couldn't join the team. But we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about Antonio Brown and Leonard Fournette because this is the saga that just will not end until it does. Really, there's three people that that Bucks fans are are constantly talking about. They're constantly refreshing their Twitter feeds to try to find out news about, and it's Antonio Brown, it's Leonard Fournette, and it's Indomitian Sue. Indomitian Sue is the last starter on the defense that still is not under contract. And while Antonio Brown and Leonard Fournette were not quote-unquote starters, they were big contributors down the stretch. Antonio Brown had a heck of a stretch to close out the regular season, and he had some solid performances in the playoffs. He played really well against the Washington Redskins. He had a clutch touchdown in the Super Bowl. So he's a guy that accepted his role. He knew he was a role player. He wasn't the star. He wasn't the first option, the second option. Sometimes he wasn't the third or fourth option, but he was there as a reliable target on, you know, on third down when they needed to move the sticks, on a quick pass when they needed to get in the end zone, on a deep ball. You know, he was filling his role, fulfilling his obligation to the team, and he was doing it incredibly well. He was behaving himself. It looked like a lot of the players were warming up to him. He and Leonard Fournette seemed to have formed this bond. You know, we had that story earlier in the year from Jason Light about how Leonard Fournette was down. He was frustrated with his role. He was frustrated with his lack of playing time. And it was Antonio Brown that put his arm around him and said, just relax, your time is going to come. We're doing something special. We're doing something important. You can't get frustrated. Let's just do our thing and your time will come. And it sure enough did. He went from playoff Lenny to Lombardi Lenny because he was so vital for the Buccaneers in the postseason. Now, could do, do these guys now have the opportunity to parlay that into some bigger money and starting roles on other teams? Absolutely they do. Can you imagine Antonio Brown lining up in the slot when you got Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf up there in Seattle? Ooh, that's scary. That is a scary, scary situation for anyone going up against Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks. He would be a great fit in Seattle. At least he would be on the field. How would he be off the field? Because that's the big question surrounding Antonio Brown, right? That's the big question. How is A.B. going to continue to behave? Does he need to be in the Bucks locker room so that he's able to continue to keep everything in check, that he's able to stay there with the quarterback that he, he adores and he respects and he listens to? Is he able to continue this run now of being productive on the field and being non-existent off the field? under Bruce Arians and Todd Bowles and Byron Leftwich and that coaching staff. Because we've heard it from other people, and I can't remember off the top of my head who it was. Uh, it might have been Mike Garofalo. I, I'm, I'm not 100% sure. But he said as much as the Buccaneers want Antonio Brown back, Antonio Brown might need the Buccaneers. So AB knows that you know this is it for him. That if he screws up one more time, 
his playing days are pretty much over. So is he going to stay with the team that he just won a Super Bowl with, with the quarterback that he wanted to play with, for probably an incentive-laden contract with behavioral clauses, with the cloud hanging above his head that if he steps out of line, he's gone? Or is he going to test the freedom elsewhere? Sounds like he wants to stay in Tampa, but as you heard Ian Rappaport say, there's only so much money to go around. So we turn our attention to Leonard Fournette. Is Leonard Fournette going to be willing to take a smaller role in Tampa again? A smaller paycheck in Tampa again for the opportunity to go for two, play with Tom, be the uh, you know the tag team partner with Ronald Jones in the backfield because there are other options. You heard Ian Rappaport say it. James White is somebody that it, that gets mentioned constantly because of his relationship with Tom Brady. You hear David and I talking about all these mock drafts every Monday, and we're talking about Najee Harris continuously being linked to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as a potential selection at pick 32. And if there's one thing we can say about the Jason Light regime and drafting, it's that the Buccaneers' first-round draft pick is always the worst-kept secret. Now, obviously, they're in a little different situation this year because they're picking all the way down at 32. Usually, they're up in the top 10, top 15, somewhere in that range. But it seems like the earliest name linked to the Buccaneers tends to be the pick. We saw it with O.J. Howard. We've seen it with Vita Vea. We saw it with Vernon Hargraves, Jameis Winston, Mike Evans. You know, all of these players, it's like, oh, well, that looks like that's going to be, oh, Devin White. Devin White was another big one. You know, that looks like that's going to be Tampa Bay's first-round pick. Well, you know, it's early. It's February. We don't need to be reading too much into these mock drafts. No, they're always right. Every single time under under Jason Light, that first-round pick is always spot-on in all these mock drafts. This year could be a little bit different just because there was no combine. There were no conversations being had. There were no whispers being heard, which is where a lot of these people tend to get their information. And so th- this year could be different. Maybe they don't want Najee Harris. Maybe they are confident in Ronald Jones being the bell cow. I'm not. I love Rojo, but you need a complimentary back there. Is that James White? Well, now are you entering into a Charles Sims situation where if James White is on the field, you know it's pass play. I I don't want to risk that. I would rather see a guy like Harris or Etienne come in that can run the ball or catch the ball out of the backfield. Leonard Fournette started to get a little bit better, little bit better about that in the postseason, but still has lots and lots of work to do in that aspect. So the moral of the story is it's not done until it's done. All signs point to Antonio Brown returning to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All signs point to Leonard Fournette, you know, keeping his options open. They've been in negotiations for four days. Are they waiting on someone to come in and blow them away with an offer before they take less and potentially go for two championships in a row? Time will tell. But coming up next, we have a question about that defensive side of the ball. First, have to give a shout-out to some more friends of ours. And look, chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers with rockauto.com's prices. They are the same for everybody and are reliably low. Rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear, just like the airlines do. 
RockAuto.com is for everyone and does not require a membership or an account login. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The catalog is unique, remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand's specifications and prices that you prefer. Best of all, those prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals as well as the do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Don't do that. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. And something else we've been telling you guys about for a long time, it's Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar is the amazing low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, amazing-tasting protein bar with a 100% chocolate on all bars. I got a box of Built Bars in my mail today. They sent me over some new flavors. I got uh, I got birthday cake, and I got raspberry cheesecake. Oh, that raspberry cheesecake bar is legit. But right now, it's time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It's Built Bar Madness. And today's matchup is chocolate brownie chunk versus lemon almond cheesecake. And look, I love a good chocolate brownie. But there's something really crisp and really refreshing about that lemon almond cheesecake. That's my pick for the matchup. If you want to give your thoughts, you head over to BuiltBar.com or at Bar underscore Built on Twitter. Remember, use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That is LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com and check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. The NFL Draft is weeks away. It's time to start following our Locked On NFL Draft duo. The Draft Dudes podcast watches every prospect so that you don't have to. And the Locked On NFL Draft podcast is your daily draft news and mock draft podcast. Follow Locked On NFL Draft and Draft Dudes on the Radio.com app or wherever you get your podcast. You know how we do. We are wrapping things up here on a Tuesday edition of the Locked On Bucks podcast. We have a voicemail question that I appreciate. This is uh, this is a really, really great question, and I apologize, but I want to say that this is a first-time caller. Now, if it's not, please correct me, but it seems to me that this is the first time that we've heard from this particular person, and with that, Let's kick it over to our friend Anthony in California. Uh, hello, this is uh, Anthony from California. I just had a genuine uh, question. Some we should look into. Um, the Bucks haven't resigned Dominican Sue, and um, if the Bucks, you know, like someone that I want to keep personally, one of my favorite players, he steals intensity through the TV, uh, really imposes will. But if the Bucks decide to move on. Um, the Bengals just released Geno Atkins. Is that someone that we should be uh, maybe um, seeing if the Bucks don't resign to someone that their Bucks are going to go after? Um, yeah, just let me know what you think. Uh, have a good day. Bye. 
Anthony, thank you so much for the call. I really appreciate it. And look, I've gotten to watch a lot of Geno Atkins' career. Living about 40 minutes north of Cincinnati, surrounded by Bengals fans. I've witnessed a lot of Bengals football. And Geno Atkins was the real deal. And I say was. Now look, I, I like Geno. I do. But this is a guy that's going to turn 33 years old next week. And it appears that he is just completely fallen off a cliff. We talk about how father time catches up with everyone and the decline usually isn't a gradual one. It's usually a pretty steep fall. And for Geno Atkins, he started zero games. Zero. That's the first time in his career that he has started zero games in a season. He had one tackle in 2020, played in eight games. He only had 11% snap rate that is the lowest of his career his second lowest came in 2013 where he he took part in 42 percent of snaps and he missed nine games or I'm sorry seven games only played in nine games due to injury this is a guy if Indomitian Sue does not come back Geno Atkins does not solve that problem Geno Atkins, I think, could help. I do. I think he could help in that Steve McClendon role. Um, But they don't need that. They need someone that can come in and step in as a starter next to Vita Vea if Indomitian Sioux does not come back. I mean, and this is a guy, he's from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. You know, went to St. Thomas Aquinas High School in Florida I I would love to see him bounce back because he's one of the few Bengals players over the last decade that I've actually enjoyed watching. Um, you know that I actually like AJ Green being being the other one, and of course now I love Joe Burrow. But um, Anthony, it's a great question. It's a great thought. I just don't think Geno can be that guy anymore. If he wants to come in and be a rotational guy, a role guy, a depth guy give you 10, 15 snaps a game, um, I think he can help. I think he can contribute. But to rely on him to be a replacement for Indomitian Sue, I just I don't see it. So that is, that is my response to you, Anthony. I appreciate you calling. I hope you call in far more often. In fact, you can go ahead and call in and give us your answer. To our question of the week, and our question of the week, of course, is what is, except for Tom Brady, exclude him, you're not allowed to respond with Tom Brady, who is the best free agent signing in Buccaneers team history? Lots of great options out there, and we've already gotten a flood of responses. Really excited to start diving into those. You can also send in your Would You Rather Wednesday questions that we will answer coming up on tomorrow's show. It can be about the Bucks. It can be about football. It can be about pizza. It can be about movies. It can be about whatever you want. Give us a couple of Would You Rather situations and we will tackle those on tomorrow's episode and you can do so by giving us a call over at 813-444-5841 or you can record a voice memo on your phone or type out an email, send those in to LockedOnBucksPodcast at gmail.com. Check out everything going on over at BucksNation.com. Follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JRGo underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, and at Bucks underscore 
Nation. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day. Stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, be good to one another. And we thank you so much for joining us right here 